Nicomedia 302 AD. Emperor Diocletian returns to a disunified state. Christians are being blamed for the neglect and ruin of pagan temples. George, a rising star in the Roman military, now faces a choice between his country and his faith. The Saints, Adventures of Faith and Courage. Saint George, Episode 2, The Fire. Listen to all the episodes and discover new shows at thesaintspodcast.com. Are you enjoying The Saints? You can thank homeschooling for that. I'm Peter Atkinson, a proud homeschooler. Unleash your child's potential with our sponsor, Colby Academy. From classic homeschooling to interactive live online classes, Colby brings flexible and personalized education to the comfort of your home. Learn more on customizing your homeschooling experience at thesaintspodcast.com slash Colby. Flavios, I'm over here. George, we must go. What did you see? It's a dragon. We should never have come to this island. My child! What about them, Flavius? Is someone going to help them? George, it's no use. Please, please, somebody help! George, don't be a fool. You won't win against a dragon. We must leave, now. I'm going. No, George, come back. George! Mom, I'm scared. Please, spare my daughter! Let her go, demon. You're sure you're ready to fight, Roman? The death brute? Hmm. With what weapon will you fight? With my sword. Where did my sword go? Where is my sword? Hmm. You'll have to fight without it. No. No. George? It's over, Roman. George! I need my sword. George! George? Are you in there? We ought to be heading out. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I have the horses ready. Would you open the door? Coming. Hold on. All we've been through and you still keep me waiting. As if you are ever on time. Have a seat. I'll just be a minute. Thank you. I resent you saying that, by the way. I don't always arrive on time, but I do arrive when absolutely necessary. Is that a new toga? I've never seen you wear it. It's my father's. He wore it for his tribunal promotion. It survived all these years? Yes, I was surprised too. My mother gave it to me before she passed. Don't forget your medals. Ah, yes. I stopped by St. John's on the way over. Did you hear about Father Leo? What about him? Julius, our favorite prefect, had him brought in for questioning. What? He's still convinced that the bishops and priests had something to do with the fire at Diocletian's palace. I thought Julius already questioned the bishop. He did. He wasn't satisfied. He should be punished for his false allegations against Christians. Remember last year, when he blamed Christians for the diseases plaguing the children in Nicomedia? I'm convinced that Julius would have done well in Decius's reign, throwing Christians to the beasts. I don't know if he's quite that bad, but I'd rather not find out. Thank God that Diocletian is emperor and keeps him tame. Excuse, if I could have everybody's attention... Diocletian, our lord and master, has a few words for his closest friends and allies on this very special occasion. Thank you, Julius. 
We're here, friends, to celebrate and commemorate our newest tribunus, George of Cappadocia of the 14th Legion, for his courage in the battles against Egypt, for his loyalty to the empire, and, overall, for his commitment to Roman virtue. In my opinion, and the opinion of my closest advisors, George exemplifies the Roman soldier and citizen. I also wish to announce a new construction, one which will honor my eventual 20 years of leadership, a new public bath, which will be the largest and most expansive Rome has ever seen. Some people, as we've seen from the attempted fire in my palace, want us to fail. With the formation of this bath, we remind them of our work and what we've built these last 20 years. Now, let your glasses be filled. Join me in celebration of this young man who inspires hope in the future of Rome. Your father would have been very proud, George. Enjoy yourself tonight. Now, if you'll excuse me. Of course, Emperor. Look, George. Galeria is here. This is your chance. Talk to her. She's Diocletian's daughter, Flavius. Exactly. Talk to her. It's not like I haven't talked to her before. It's just, she's already betrothed to Diocletian's junior emperor, Galerius. So? They aren't married yet. That is true. But to her, I'm a plebeian. Don't let that stop you. Diocletian himself was the son of two slaves. Look at him now. George, congratulations. Thank you, Julius. And thank you for organizing this celebration. Thank his slaves. They did the work for him. Ignore him. My pleasure, George. I was surprised that Diocletian wanted to promote a practicing Christian, but here we are. And it's a wonderful party. And what do you mean, promote a practicing Christian? As I'm sure you've heard, we're currently investigating Christian leaders for sabotage against Rome. You've no evidence that the bishop started the fire in the palace, Julius. We are closer than you think to making our case. In fact, don't tell anyone, but we are closing in on taking action against them. What sort of action? That I cannot reveal. Diocletian isn't interested in actions against Christians. You're wasting your time. Don't be so sure, George. There will be a time, sometime soon, where you'll have to choose loyalty to Rome or to your Christian God. Is that a threat? It's only reality. But I don't have time to discuss it further. I must take my leave. I have another priest to question. I believe you know him, George. Father Leo. If you touch him, George... Calm down, George. Don't worry. I won't hurt him. <laughs> Hail the young Tribunus. Don't listen to him. He's just bitter that Diocletian favors you. Where are you going? You're not going after him, are you? No. I'm going to St. John's. Uh, but the party's just getting started, George. Enjoy it. I'll see you tomorrow. My Lord Jesus, all that I am, all that I want to be, all my work, I give back to you. You alone are the reason for my achievements. Help me to always remember your love and grace. Help me remember that this life is temporal and that your promise is eternal. 
Patarimon, Urantis Uranis, Ariasito Etonomaso. Who is there? The church is closed. Hello? Come in. Show yourself. I'm happy I found you, George. Dragon, I'll slay you. Ah, George. How can you slay me if you don't have a sword? I... No! My sword! Where is my sword? <laughs> George! What? What? George, wake up! Father Leo. Yes. Well, you must have fallen asleep praying. What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be out celebrating? I've had my fill of celebration and ceremony, Father. The church is a welcome retreat. You're back from being questioned. Yes. Your comrade Julius questioned me tonight. The governor questioned me today as well. What did they ask? The same. They claim that we priests and our bishops are the ones who tried to burn Diocletian's palace. I'm sorry for your trouble. Roman soldiers can be headstrong, as you know. Fortunately, they've no proof. I don't think the authorities care whether there is proof or not. What do you mean? They want to squash our church, George. Have you been in a Roman temple recently? No. They're empty. The temple priests claim their gods are angry. They've been asking Diocletian for action against Christians for quite some time now. Julius is their advocate. But they cannot. There is no law against Christians. The Augustus doesn't usually need a law to do what he wants. If that's the case, then why hasn't he acted yet? Why even bother with the whole fire ruse? I think Diocletian is being cautious. Our church is rather large now. He doesn't want an uprising. On top of that, his new tribunus eh, is a Christian. There are also rumors that Galeria, Diocletian's daughter, is Christian, which could affect Diocletian's planned marriage. You're spouting conspiracies now. I am not, son. This is as real as you and me sitting here. The authorities plan to persecute us once again. We must turn to God. I'll speak personally to Diocletian. If what you say is true, he'll tell me. He's always been honest with me. Pressure often reveals the true hearts of men, George. You may not like what you find. Thank you for visiting. If you'll have a seat here, the Emperor will see you shortly. I think this is a bad idea. I want to know the truth, Flavius. What if Father Leo is correct? You shouldn't call attention to yourself or others. Diocletian knows who I am. If a persecution happens, you don't want to be the one who spoke against it. What are you saying, Flavius? George, there's no winning in the battle against them. The Emperor will see you now. Are you coming, Flavius? If I join you, then it's less personal. Besides, Diocletian doesn't know I'm Christian. Why reveal it now? Lord and Master Diocletian. There's no need to kiss my robe or kneel, George. We're friends here. Stand and embrace me. Good morning, Julius. George? What did you want to see me about? If it pleases you, Master, I wonder if I could speak with you alone. Whatever you have to say to the Emperor, you can say in front of me, George. Julius, peace. I'll grant your request, George. So be it, Lord and Master. Now that you've upset my prefect, George, what do you need? Diocletian, there are rumors circulating that you'll force the Christian priests and bishops into submission. I know, of course, that you wouldn't. 
but I requested this audience so that I could ease the minds of my fellow Christians. You've heard that the Christian leaders are suspected conspirators in starting the fire in the palace? Yes, they're being blamed, without cause or concrete evidence, by Julius and others. That remains to be seen. But you must know that Julius has his own agenda against the Christians. George, I love you dearly, and I'm proud of you. But I don't have an obligation to explain myself or Julius' actions to you. We have our reasons for investigating your Christian leaders. One of those reasons is the fire in the palace. And what are the others? Have you visited one of our temples recently, George? No. They're in disarray. Attendance is dangerously low, and the temple priests believe Christians are to blame. In their opinion, the gods are very angry. Such superstitious belief is what killed my father, Diocletian. I'm not talking about a few mere farmers. These are people who have their ears to the voices of the gods. But Christians do no harm, whatever the temple priests may say. They help the sick, they freely provide for the poor and give to those in need. But you don't give sacrifice to the gods, do you? No, we worship Christ alone. You are well read, George. You know Cicero. Yes. Disappearance of loyalty toward the gods will entail the disappearance of loyalty and social union among men. Christians remain loyal to your authority, Diocletian. Can you be loyal and deny some of our most clearly held beliefs? Do you believe my father was less of a Roman because of his faith? George, you take it too far. I loved your father dearly, but this is entirely different. If you cannot understand that, then you are like many of your Christian friends who refuse to understand what loyalty is. I am Augustus. I say who lives and who dies. In coming here, you have only made me more angry. Diocletian. Julius. Yes, Emperor. Please escort George away. Diocletian, you must listen. I have listened, and you've helped me make up my mind. Diocletian, please come with me, George. Take him away. Diocletian! Hi, this is Peter Atkinson from The Merry Beggars. Tune in to Episode 3, The Dragon, to hear the next installment of St. George. Listen to all the episodes and discover new shows at thesaintspodcast.com. The Merry Beggars is the entertainment division of Relevant Radio.